So on this uh, little Father's Day bonus episode, uh, I almost didn't want to do this to you, Todd, but after what, what you were uh, saying on a previous episode, I decided, no, we're, we're doing this. We're doing this. He's, he's going to learn dark truths. Oh, okay. <laughs> so maybe we didn't talk about this, but that's fine. I'm, I'm ready. Uh, well, I'm pretty, I'm pretty open and affirming, as the Congregationalist Church says. I guess. Right. Well, so so uh, we're <laughs> we're we're gonna watch a video, but oh. first, let me ask you something. Right? I want you to picture this, okay? Okay. You're a farmer on the Italian countryside, right? You're a poor Italian farmer. Yeah. But your 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 son, he's got a lovely singing voice, voice of an angel, they say. Okay. And the, the church, they they come to you and they say, my son, we see that your child, he's, he's got a gift and we want to make sure he, he maintains and, and nurtures that gift. Oh, oh, oh uh, yeah, I think I know it. Yeah. Do you, do you, uh, do you think the, your uh, 18th century version would have been able to tell the Catholic Church no? Oh, uh, wow. I I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I think I would because I would say, well, no, I want my son to be able to procreate at a later point. Wait, wait so you know what I'm talking about. I, I We may have you may have hinted or touched upon but, this. You, OK, when I brought this up to him before, he didn't seem to know what it actually was. I, no, I didn't. I, did, I, you, did you did you look into this? I, I might have Googled it, uh, but uh, I didn't read extensively. Okay, but let's assume you're an eight, uh, an eighteenth century farmer that doesn't actually know what that that means, because I think for a long time people didn't know what the what castrados were. Oh yeah, well if I didn't know what it was, I don't know how I I wouldn't have been, been able to, yeah, to stop it. I guess. Well, that kind of ruins my plan for watching a video, but yeah, let's watch it anyway. Oh no, that's fine because I don't know much about it, and I this is before you had told me, I never never heard of this happening. And not in the Catholic Church. Yeah, did you look into this yourself? Because when he, when I told him about this off mic, or it, it might have been on mic when I I talked. It might have been on mic. Yeah. Yeah. I don't but so do you 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 looked into it or something like that? Well, or? I only know just the the definition of what you're talking about. Uh, I don't know the story. Okay. Well, well, you're about to find the story. I'm scared. <laughs> Why would they do that? It's terrible. Don't they want the boys to be able to procreate? And today we are getting into one of the most disturbing yet fascinating topics in the history of opera, which is the castrati. So what is a castrato and why would that ever have been a desirable thing? So a castrato, as the name suggests, is a male that has been castrated, meaning that without going into too much medical detail, he has had his testicles removed. Now, why would anyone ever want to do that or volunteer their sons to have this procedure done? Okay. Back. So, uh, <laughs> what did you think of that? That, that was lesson? that was crazy. Um, I cannot believe... Well, not. I, I, it's not that I can't believe it per se, because I know in China they had eunuchs, you know, for political purposes, but... Still. But not for entertainment purposes. Not for no. like the Catholic Church. And I, and I can't believe... The, the, so the church was like officially didn't allow it but at the same time supported the students that came forward from the operation so that's that is just absolutely unbelievable to me that they would and 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 
what happened to the kids that to the boys that didn't survive the castration or or got an infection or what you know what happened if they kept it hush hush and they just died from yeah wow that's yeah, there's that's... no coming back from death that's how generally how death works <laughs> but i mean like medically like if you if you chop off the testicles isn't the boy going to bleed like a lot and how did they yeah the body you know, stops bleeding it cauterizes oh right yeah unless you have I mean, like a, as a they say, problem. yeah, as they uh, as they said, the um, you know, uh, a lot of uh, pe- a lot of young boys died try- uh, trying to become castrata. Uh, okay, so that yeah, so there was death that occurred. Um, yeah. but, but let me let me ask you something. Yeah, you you said on our, our previous episode when when you had to listen to your voice for an entire hour, you you don't really like your own voice. Yeah. You said it sounds kind of high-pitched and whiny. Yeah, nasally or something, yeah. Have you ever thought it's possible? Maybe you were supposed to be a, a great castrato, <laughs> inspiring, inspiring uh, Catholic faith with your with your great voice, but the fucking liberals had to come in and say and tell wag their finger at the Catholic Church saying, "No, you can't you can't castrate young boys like that. It's against human basic human rights." <laughs> Is it possible that that's what happened there? Yeah, you that's, mean like that's why you don't want to work or do anything like that. It's because you're supposed to be a great, a great castrato, <laughs> performing up there on stage, convincing people to convert to Catholicism with your amazing voice. But now, now in this modern age, they just don't, they won't let that happen. It, it, it's a good theory, but <laughs> you I, love your balls too much. Well, that's part of it, but. <laughs> <laughs> But also just medically, like I don't like anything, you know, medically surgical, especially an unnecessary, you know, major surgery like that. That's not pretty sure it would have been your dad's choice. And I don't know if if your dad is anything like you, but if he's as agreeable as you are with things when it comes to the Catholic Church, I'm pretty sure your balls would have been gone. (laughs) I, You know what she said toward the end there. The idea that we can use counter tenors, I think she called it, and uh, what was the other term? There were uh, three, two other terms: uh, contrertos, and mm-hmm. uh, what's the that one that starts with an M? I honestly, it, I, I'm I'm honestly kind of impressed that you tried, you made the effort to try to remember what those terms were because they went in one ear and out the other. Uh, okay, uh, but to me, it's like okay, that's much better to support that. Obviously, Girl, girls that have alternative, or actually, counter tenor, I guess, would be a boy, but. But the girls that have concerto voices, the ones that they can get their obscure alternative voices without hurting the boys is is be- much better solution to me. The much better, much better solution. And I would say that's what they should have done is use counter tenors. And, and, why, and why do you think popes would only want men to be performing in the opera? This, As she said, this was a mandate of certain popes. I, I'm not really. Yeah, I'm not sure on that. Is it? I don't know why. Is it because I don't know why? Why does the Catholic Church have this history of child abuse? It's, uh, it's taking uh, it's taking little boys' balls. It's touching them the wrong way. <laughs> it's always got to be something with the Catholic Church. Why is that? Um, well, this is not sexual. This is just kind of a Isn't stupid idea. Oh, I guess it is sexual, but not in the sense of it's for sexual purpose. It's 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 it's, it's it. This is just a. A barbaric leftover from medieval or ancient thinking, I guess. That, I oh, mean, oh, we can cut I mean, off that's these. The, that's the crazy thing, though, is I, I read this one article where this person was defending it as a medieval practice, but it's like, since when were the 1800s considered to be medieval times? 
Well, well, I think they probably meant it's a leftover yeah, from. Yeah, but it's still, that's a long time to be carrying on. What, what, I, at that point, it, I would not call it a medieval practice if you're carrying no. it into the 1800s. Well, it would I be. Think, I think that's just your way of saying like, oh, it goes, the tradition goes back to the 1800s and we're going to, we're going to push it under the rug by calling it uh, medieval. Well, yeah, I mean, certainly by the 1800s, they should have known. Even if, yeah, I mean, it's early modern at that point. So yeah, they should know. have understood. Well, well, do you, would you say that prayer is a medieval practice? Oh, no, that's ancient. Okay, that's actually fair. Yeah. I'm, I'm the idiot on that one. You're the smart one on that one. <laughs> um, okay, but okay. So yeah. in a sense, I, I guess you could call it a medieval practice, but uh, still, still, that seems pretty late to be carrying on a practice like that. Well, it, well it's, yeah, it's bleeding into early modern for some reason. Yeah, especially uh, too, because the other organizations stopped way before the Catholic Church stopped. Or not way before, but a few few decades before. Well, yeah, she said uh, 1800s is when society stopped yeah, and then, then the church banded in 1902. Yeah, 1902, people. That shocked me. I was like, what the, like, why? Now, let me ask you this. Yeah. And is now yeah. this might be this might be a uh, uh, what's it? Correlation causation fallacy. Uh-huh. But are you sure there's no connection between the decline of Catholic uh, Catholic Church attendance and uh, the and the getting rid of Castrato? That it's like once <laughs> once the Castratos were gone, people were like, "Well, why, why the fuck am I even coming to church anymore?" <laughs> I, it, it, and, and then you know, if they just if they just start chopping off b- uh, balls again, uh, they might be able to get uh, they might be able to get asses back in those seats. <laughs> is, is that possible? <laughs> Um, okay, there is an argument for, like, that music can bring people in. I've, I've actually, I don't know but, if I've talked to you about it on the show, but I, I do believe that music is just inherently religious. Yeah, like yeah. I don't think there is possible to have a song that doesn't have a religious component as long as it's a song that speaks to someone. Yeah, no, you're right. And we have, you did touch upon that one time. And that is true. If yeah. a song touches someone's heart or mind, and, and of course the author of it did, right? It touched them. So so I think music is important, but obviously to to, to mutilate a boy is just so terrible. And I, and I, I mean, that goes without saying. Yeah, although I, I think I saw something, though. I, I might be completely misremembering this, but I think it was on Britain's Got Talent or something like that. Yeah. I think there... I, I really hope I'm not fucking this up. But I think there was a, 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 a guy who had testicular cancer as a kid um, that essentially, like, he, he went there and performed as, like, a modern-day castrato. Oh, you're kidding. Because I think he didn't decide to go with, uh, he, he he wasn't using the testosterone patches. Oh. So he, he let his voice kind of just naturally uh, get that higher twang. I I feel like oh. I read about that story somewhere. And and so just by medical happenstance, he became one. Yeah, and... he became, like, the modern... I, yeah, it's like I'm thinking, where did I hear that story from? Is that even true? I feel like that's a real story. Why would that be in my brain if it's not a real story? Oh no, I think that's too specific. That, that I think that is. It sounds like it is. Yeah. But then, but then, what did it work like? As far I mean, what, what did it basically sound like? What it would have sounded like? Um, that I don't know. I think I think I just saw like because I don't even think I read the full article or anything like that. I think I made made have just read the 
the headline and the first two paragraphs. Oh, I thought like, oh, that's interesting, and I got what I needed out of that, which is actually, <laughs> if you know anything, which about, is shock. Well, actually, if you know anything about journalistic writing, that's actually how it's supposed to be. It's just the yeah, and actually, you're right because I tend to do that where I just read the headline yes, and they, maybe the first. They yeah. call that reverse pyramid, where you start with basically. You get the big information from the headline. Yeah. You get like the location and date from um, from the opening paragraph. Mm. And then a lot of people tend to stop with basically the next paragraph, even though they're usually like three or four or more. Yes. Or and sometimes they're they're long articles. Yeah. yeah but which I don't like. Yeah. But the point is, though, generally speaking, that most people like yourself only only read the headline in the first two paragraphs. Yeah. And even even I'm even probably worse because I just skim. And, and, yes. And yeah. journalists. But my point, though, is that journalists are well aware of that. That's why they call it the reverse pyramid style. Oh, yeah. That's intentional. Yeah. Um, to have them. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. Uh, but let's see. But the other thing I wanted to say was. The rib cage thing. Mm-hmm. So because they cut off the testicles, the body chemistry so what changes. Ha- what happens is uh, this one I happen to know a little bit about because I, I saw this other video. I think it was from uh, today. I, I found out video that was talking about like wh- what happens when when men become castrated. Okay. Uh, and why why like we give men um, testosterone patches and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, but so basically though is so when your testosterone kicks in. Yeah. Um. It's it'll also at some point tell you to stop growing. And I think that that doesn't trigger in castrados until a little bit later. Like I think uh, the, the body kind of just says uh, we actually don't have the energy to grow anymore. So it can't. Whereas if you've got, you know, if your body's working correctly and you've got, you know, the testosterone or the testicles um, producing testosterone. Yeah, uh, it's uh, um it uh, will. It'll actually that's what tells your body to stop getting taller. Oh, so so when you don't have. Your... And that's that's also too why why girls tend to be a little taller like in middle school and stuff like that or they grow uh, they grow taller before boys do yeah is because they don't have the t- something about like I can't remember exactly what it was but something about the testosterone it kind of slows our growth a little bit even though you know eventually the vast majority of men tend to be taller than most women oh after the okay yeah. after the growth spurt um so so with so when the boy doesn't have their testicles, yeah, because I don't know if you noticed, they said too that I think castrados they tend to be something like uh, four or six inches taller than the average man or something like that. Oh, okay. Uh, that might those numbers might be a little bit high, but but even so, I know they also said they were taller on top of having the larger rib cages. Okay. Well, the rib cage that that was what was really shocking to me was the rib cage thing. So what? So the effect of that besides better, maybe more lung capacity, but what does that do to like the body that you have this? Oh, uh, it, well, um, so that's the other thing too, is I think it, it creates like kind of bone issues. Oh yeah. Uh, when the body's not producing that testosterone. Yeah. Uh, it was also too, I think a lot of them, uh, were, I believe were subject to things like arthritis and other kind of, uh, illnesses of the bone with them just coming weaker, uh, quicker. Oh, okay. Wow. So it really does mess up the body. Yeah. And then the interesting thing too, because in this other video, it talked about some of the controversies, like the Catholic church didn't allow castratos to be married, um, up until the last, the last Pope that, uh, that who existed at the same time as castrados. What? Why didn't they let them be married? Because they couldn't procreate. Yes. Uh, and as, yes, as you've said so much on the show, marriage is about to be is supposed to be about procreation. So yeah, at least part half. Yeah, fifty yeah, so percent. Yeah. So it's like, no, you're not having a wife. Get back up on that stage. <laughs>
you think it was fair for the Catholic Church to do that, to, to, to basically give a child no choice and to what their future is going to be and then take away their, their chance at love? No, I, that was definitely a barbaric type practice. And it, should, it shouldn't have been going on. But I guess in that older world, they it was just a more barbaric time period, right? More violence in general was occurring. Although violence happens now, but... Uh, you know, that type of physical individualistic violence happening, right, to people when it didn't have believe, to be. And I don't believe there are any ever any castrados in America. I don't think there are any American castrados. Oh, well, yeah, she didn't say anything about America. So I assume we didn't have that practice yeah. going on. Probably because we, we were never a Catholic majority country. Thank God. Uh, well, it wasn't necessarily Catholic. Like, it wasn't coming from the Catholic Church, right? It was more of just that the society had chosen you, and then the church accepted it kind of tacitly. Is how, that How do you know there isn't an alternate uh, an alternate timeline where we're talking in the Catholic states of America? You and me, we're getting, we're, we're like talking like, oh man, I'm so excited to go see the, the Castrados tonight. I've always, <laughs> I've always wanted to go see one. <laughs> And we're just like totally cool with it. We love yes. it. But at least everyone's Catholic. Well, hey, that's that would be great. That would solve a lot of our problems. Or or uh, or alternatively, it could be, oh, man, I can't wait to go see my buddy Todd perform up, uh, up there on stage. I can't be I can't believe I'm so fortunate to know the the greatest American castrato. <laughs> well, you know, that would satisfy my desire to be a showman. Yeah, see, exactly. Are you sure? Are you sure you you weren't your destiny wasn't supposed to be that your balls were supposed to be taken by the church and they stick you up on stage? Are you sure that wasn't supposed to be your life? It might have been because it would also solve my issue of you know sexual impropriety because it would get rid of that right. There would be no way I could be involved with that. I have no idea why my brain was thinking that you were going to say that would solve the issue of me not liking my own voice. <laughs> oh, I didn't. Oh, yeah, I didn't. <laughs> No, that well, actually, that would too. So it solves three things. Yeah. It solves three different yes, things. You get, you have a job. You don't have to worry. So four, four things. things. Yes, you'd have a job. You wouldn't have to worry about getting married. You wouldn't have to. Uh, um, what are the other two things again? Uh, 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 oh, let's see. It um, well, it would solve the the impropriety thing. Yes, and then it would be my voice would be better, and I would have a showmanship. Uh, oh, wait a minute. Yeah, that was the thing I didn't forget saying though. So yeah, apparently though, actually some some castrados did have a second. Apparently, it depended oh. on whether or not, uh, or not whether or not, it depended on what age uh, they were castrated at. So, ones that got castrated at a younger age, I think like around 11, 11 12, um, tended to not have sexual attraction. Oh. And I guess if it would tended to be a little bit older between the 12 to 14 range where they might have started on the early onset of stuff like that but still be able to acquire the higher like because i think you know obviously back then i don't think you know they didn't know as much about medical science and stuff like that yeah right I and mean, granted i guess in, in some ways it's a good thing that, that that acquiring that kind of knowledge didn't exist at the same time because <laughs> then they would have been like no no we gotta we gotta monitor them and make sure we get them right before that that puberty starts kicking in but anyways <laughs> so so for some of the ones though that had already begun some of the earlier parts of puberty they might have retained a sex drive and i guess an ability to get erect oh so uh, so the older a little bit older ones yeah. would, would still have it so somehow the testosterone how does that happen it it it, it changes the brain about, or... I might, yeah uh, yeah a little bit yeah there i mean that's that gets to a whole other issue about how much free will do you actually have? How much, how much of your, how much of is it, are you thinking with free will, or how much are you thinking with your testicles? Right. Well, that is a good point. 
Yeah, I think that is part of it, right? I mean, some of it is chemistry and yeah, yeah. But uh, I think I think I this is another thing I might be completely wrong on though. But I think what actually determines a, a person's ability to to or a man's ability to get an erection uh, is actually the, the health of the prostate, not so much the testicles. Oh, I might like I said I could be entirely wrong about that. Huh. And so if the prostate is unhealthy then you might not be able to yeah because i think I, I know there are like sexual issues that happen when men get prostate cancer oh like they're they're like i've heard therapy groups and stuff like that of like men you know dealing with post you know how to be sexually active post prostate removal or whatever oh oh okay and actually yeah how would okay well we're Sorry. getting too off topic yeah. for the castrata episode so <laughs> <laughs> Wait, and how come this was? A, how how is this a Father's Day? What's the Father's Day connection? Oh, just the beginning part where I was like, uh, "Would you would you uh, um, would you give your uh, son over to the Catholic Church?" Oh, which to be honest, uh, I really don't believe that 18th century you would have, even though current day you is saying no, absolutely not. You mean I might have done it? Yeah, yeah. I feel. I wondered too how many people really knew what that meant, though. I don't know. That's the thing, because that's the thing I didn't actually see in the videos. Though people like were were aware of what a castrato was at that time, like that they were watching a man perform who didn't have his testicles. Yeah, did they know they were eunuchs? Yes, but we know eunuchs was a thing. Like again, in ancient China or medieval China. What do you think is worse? I don't know if Europe. What do you think is worse, doing it for ceremonial and traditional reasons, or doing it for entertainment? The castration. Um, I think both are bad. Which one's worse, though? Which one's worse? Probably, enter- well, <laughs> I was going to say entertainment, but then I like entertainment more than... <laughs> I mean, I, I think maybe... Well, okay, my initial response is entertainment is worse because it's, it's less it's less required or, or it would be less necessary. But entertainment is fun and I feel bad that... Well, no, no, I, I'm going to stick with that because they can just use... The counter tenors and the con- the contrato the contrato women they don't need to do this they don't need to cut off boys balls yeah exactly you only need to cut off a man's balls if he's going to protect the queen and the princess oh, and maybe some duchesses so he he doesn't have attraction for them yes but he protects them yes okay that's the only reason to cut off a man's balls sure sure that's that's a legitimate reason I'm glad we I'm glad we can agree on this at least. <laughs> <laughs> 